Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. At carphonewarehouse.ie, you can shop our range of prepay and SIM-free mobile phones, as well as wearables, headphones, cases, and other accessories. For your convenience, we have also reopened selected stores and have implemented a number of social distancing measures for safer shopping. For details on store reopenings, check out carphonewarehouse.ie. 60 seconds. That's exactly how long this commercial lasts. Do you know what else you can do in about a minute? Get an offer for your car with TrueCar. That's right, and the amount of time it takes to floss your teeth, pet a dog, do a few sit-ups, or just listen to my lovely voice, you can get a TrueCash offer. And best of all, you can do it from your smartphone or home. Just go to TrueCar, simply enter your license plate number, and watch how your car's details just pop up. Answer a few questions, you will get an accurate TrueCash offer from a local TrueCar certified dealer. It's that easy, you guys. And after that, you can bring your car in and they'll check it out with you together you can ask questions get the answers you need so there are no surprises then simply leave with your check or trade in your car for a new ride so when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car check out true car today From Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. What's up, guys? So today we are one host short. It is just me, Sheena. Janet was unable to make it. But we have the gorgeous and talented Lala Kent sitting here. How are you? I'm good, babe. Good. We made it happen. I know, finally, like a year and a half later. Right? Yeah. I love it. I know, me too. And we're here at your amazing house. I mean, okay, let's just talk about this house for a second because I know we've seen it on the show with Jeff Lewis. Yes. We haven't seen it on Vanderpump Rules, so tell me... How long have you been in here about all the renovations you've done? Oh, gosh. We've been... So, we've been in the house for, I think, a little over two years. Mm -hmm. Then we started the renovation, which lasted longer than we wanted because our contractor did many things wrong on top of stealing six figures and running away. So, the renovation has been like over a year that is so insane it's insane but he and his wife have both been served oh good 
conspiracy to commit fraud. I mean, seriously, like what you were telling me the other night when I was here about like the back wall over there. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. And I didn't realize like how common it was. Like so many people were like, yeah, that happened to me too. And thank God, you know, Rand and I have the means to like get things popping again. Right. And basically double pay every single thing. Mm -hmm. But for a family that like budgets out a renovation, if this were to happen to them, I mean, this general contractor would have left them in shambles. They would have a destroyed home. So was he like referred to you guys or? Yeah, he was referred to us. And I told Randall, the person that referred him hates us, just so you know. Yeah. Clearly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, from what I see in here, I mean, I know you have a different contractor now, but I mean, this place looks fucking amazing. It's pretty amazing. The The grounds are just like stunning. You know, you can't get a better location in Zen Home. Yeah. And we have kids, so it's like the kids zone. Yeah. I yeah. know. Their little room over there is so cute. I remember seeing you post that on Instagram. I love it. Their playroom is, like, my pride and joy. Yeah. Because I just want them to always, like, feel safe and have Mm -hmm. fun and know that this is, like, their home where they can play and be free. So that room is just, like, the goat. Yeah. No, I love it. Oh, my God. So the other night I was looking, I think it was maybe even last night, on your Insta story when they did their own makeup. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Do you die? Was that all Give Them Lala Beauty? So they have Give Them Lala Beauty, of course. Because the nine-year-old harasses me every day for more Give Them Lala Beauty. I love that. But yesterday we didn't have a nanny. So like I took them for the entire day. Mm -hmm. And before we like went out and about for our day, I had to obviously work a little bit. So I'm like, I give them breakfast. I put on a cute show. And the next thing I know, Riley, the (laughs) five-year-old comes up with a full unibrow. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was like, I was like, wait, what is that? (laughs) Oh my gosh, I die for them. They have the cutest personalities. They're so adorable. They are. And like my goal, just like as a a stepmom to be, is to make them feel safe in their home. And I think that Rand and I are doing a really great job of that. Yeah, I mean, you can tell just like the things that both of y'all post. Like they always just look so happy and like you guys are always having so much fun. I love it. So happy. Yeah. And like they don't argue a lot when they're, you know how sisters can be? Yeah. Yeah. My sister and I were like 13 years apart growing up. So it was like I was kind of already an adult when she was born. And by the time she was like talking and walking, I was like graduating high school. So we really only there was only one fight my sister and I ever got in. I literally threw her ass down to the ground. And like to this day, I'm like, oh, my God, I couldn't. But it was like she was just in that teenage phase. She was such a little bitch and was just like being so mean to my mom, our mom. Yeah. And I was just like, you don't talk to my mom like that. Oh, that is so cute. And it was like, I just like seriously, like my mom was like in tears. It was like I felt so bad for my sister just being a brat, just being a a 15 year old little brat. And I just I grabbed her by the hair and I just like threw her down in the kitchen. She's like, (laughs) I'm going to call the cops. This is child abuse. And I was like, we're sisters. This happens. Like This is normal. You're beating the shit out of her. (laughs) It was like, but then I felt so bad because I saw the look in her eye after and she looked so scared. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I mean, and that was the only fight. And I mean, she just turned 22 yesterday. The only fight we've ever been in in 22 years. I know. So I have to tell you a funny story. Yeah. Last night I'm in bed with Rand and he was like, 
uh sheena's hot friend is back that the girl she hasn't posted her a lot i i thought they may have had a falling out without courtney air and i was like that's her sister <laughs> he was like that's her sister the hot blonde one i was like yes oh rand wake up <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny I know. oh I my god dying. i love that yeah so my sister does the majority of my social media for me she's yeah. so good at it you know she's just that age she knows the right she knows what the cool kids are doing exactly like the gifts and the filters and the all of that but i'm like okay well i would be a total asshole to be like hey Corey, here's a bunch of pictures of us put them together and post it for me for you for your birthday yeah <laughs> that would be an asshole move. so i was like i mean i have to do this but i'm like i want it to look like legit like the way she does it i don't want to like half-ass her birthday post because my stories are always really good when she does them right so I just texted her, and obviously she knew what I was texting her for, but I was like, hey, what's that app you use to make um, Instagram, like, where you can put, like, multiple pictures on one side? And she said it was called Unfold. So I downloaded that, but then when I downloaded it, it said it was made, so I don't know if it's made or Unfold. Whatever it is, the app is lit. You get, like, a month free, and then I think I think I have to, like, unsign up for it because it was, like, nineteen ninety nine a year, but I'm like, I mean, that's you should really... text me that because I yeah. want that, too. So I love it. Um... So I like open the app and there's just like a million different like filters and slides. And I'm like, what? I, I Anxiety don't know. attack. So the first one, I, I totally fucked it up. And I was like, no, 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 you can do better, Sheena. You got this. And so I started scrolling. They had like these film filters and like different like little Polaroid ones. And then it was like, it was so easy. I'm like, I thought like, I mean, I, I absolutely appreciate everything she does. But here I am thinking she's spending like hours doing my stories when you just get the slide and you just click picture 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 oh when she's making bank just yeah, do it i know i know i got yes, that i got that Courtney, bitch on Aaron, hustle sheena but hustle she, her she does such a good job at it and it's like sometimes especially when it's like the sponsored posts and stuff like i've already spent the time like editing them and yeah. recording them i don't want to also have to post and do the swipe up in the words and the this and that i'm like here this is your job i'm no, like here's sheena, all this i so get it if yeah. i could pay someone to breathe for me i totally would yeah yeah it's a lot of work Sometimes I wish, like, I could, like, someone could just, like, go to the bathroom for you. You know, you're like, I really have to pee, but I All don't want to get up. Can you just All go for me? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I think I did a pretty good job. And I was like, go look at my story. I think I did good. Yeah, I love yeah. it. So that's so funny that he thought that was my friend. He did. Because when you were saying that, I thought maybe he was talking about Brooke. So my maid of honor. Yeah. Um, best friend since high school. We literally used to look like twins. Like there was one time her grandma came in. We were both hostesses together at Marie Calendars and BJ's. And her grandma came in and thought I was her. And the only difference was I have brown eyes and her eyes are your color. So wow. yeah, it was so funny. We just like, we had this like twin thing, but matching tattoos and just in our, what, like almost 20 years of being friends, we've had a couple little falling outs as a lot of people do. Right. But, hey, hey. Lily. Hey, hey, come here. Stop it. Aww. I'm trying to do the shenanigans podcast. <laughs> she just wants to be a part of it. Hi, honey. So, um, recently we had a falling out over the stupidest thing. It was literally over something like I posted on Instagram. It oh, was so no. dumb. And it was just like, and then, you know, it was like, she got upset about it. And then it was like a week went by two weeks, two months, two years. And like recently I was just like, you know what? This is so dumb. Like she probably doesn't even remember why we're not talking anymore. I couldn't even remember. And then something got brought up about like Instagram. I was like, oh my God, that's why we were fighting. This is so dumb. Sheena, and sometimes I feel like you surround yourself with very high maintenance friends. 
Sometimes I think I do. It's a lot of work. When I hear about your friendships, I'm like, ugh, cut this hoe. She's a lot of work. But <laughs> I reached out. And it was just like, I saw her the next day. Normal. Literally, it was like nothing ever happened. Like okay, the last like great. two years hadn't passed. She came over to my parents' house. We had a pool party. My dad and mom, they were so happy to see her. And like, I'm doing my sister's birthday dinner back home tonight. She's going to like come back to LA with me and stay with me for a couple days. And it was just okay. like nothing ever happened. I love it. Yeah. But... A real um, friendship is when you can bounce back. And that's the thing. And that's yeah. what, like, I mean, and we've seen that on the show with our friendships. I was saying this about like Stassi and I I was comparing her to someone new in our friend group who I didn't vibe with at first right but now we're friends totally and I was explaining this to one of my friends yesterday because they're like wait but like you and her are cool now and you guys stay tuned and you'll find out and I was like you know what I go honestly it's very similar to how Stassi and I started out like in the beginning there was something about me that she just didn't like we did not vibe right we just didn't get along I never did anything to her this girl never did anything to me we just didn't vibe we weren't clicking yeah and then all of a sudden like Stassi and I were inseparable like at the end of season one going into season two I mean we did everything you broke your face with her yeah, the literally, she was the only person there with me that night. Like, and now it's like we can laugh about it because it's been seven years. Right. But I remember that night when it happened, she was like, Sheena, you looked like the devil. It was like, I was like screaming. I mean, I like get up from the floor at this restaurant. I have blood everywhere. I don't even know where my phone is. I lost my phone and my dignity that night and a tooth. <laughs> But I like get up and I was just like, oh my God, like this tooth was just like wiggling. It was like halfway chipped off. It was wiggling. I could have pulled it out. That is disgusting. And it's my front tooth. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And so I'm like talking, I'm like, I'm screaming. And I also can't speak normally because I'm missing a couple of teeth and there's a couple more chips. So I'm like trying to talk. I'm hysterical. And she's like looking at me like scared and trying not to laugh at the same time. Because she loves scary shit like that. And so then she had drove that night. I wasn't even drinking that night. Literally, Shay and I got in a fight way earlier that night. I wasn't drinking. I sat at the bar. That's why I was like, you guys can pull the fucking security footage and watch me sit in that booth for three hours and drink water. I didn't even so much as have a sip of Schwartz's Corona. Wow. So I'm like, you can't even try like... Because that was probably like in the case yeah. that you filed. It was probably something where it was like she was Oh, hammered. she Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, she just fell and she was drunk. I was like, no, no, no. I was not watch the tapes. Yeah. So it was, I mean, it took so long to get the security footage. But then when you get it, I'm like a fucking giraffe on like an ice skating rink and just like, boom, down on my face. She has to drive me home. And I'm just like, I can't find my phone. I'm like, oh my God, where's my phone? Where's my phone? I'm freaking out. I had a Blackberry back then. That's how long ago Oh my gosh. Yeah. Stassi and I were team Blackberry, I think until season three. We were like, we are not getting an iPhone. You we're know what, not conforming. Most people are team Blackberry because they're yeah. more secure. I loved it. So she's driving me home and I'm like, I, I get her phone. And then my mom didn't really know Stassi because we'd only been friends like, I mean, maybe six months. And so she didn't really know her like well enough to have her phone number saved. So I call my mom at 2 a.m. hysterically crying. She thinks I'm being raped and murdered. It's a New Orleans phone number calling her. And I'm like, and then I had to like give the phone to Stassi because I also couldn't talk. I couldn't talk. And so Stassi's explaining what happened. And then it's like she takes me home and I'm like. Thank you. I, I was, I was like, Thank you, Stassi. 
And then I'm like, I can't find my keys. I can't find my phone. Shay and I were really, really broke back then. We were living with a roommate. And so I'm like banging on the door. My roommate answers and I'm like, ah! with like blood everywhere, missing Did teeth. she think you were like joking around? <laughs> it was a gay guy, our friend Tin. Who Did he think you were with. joking around? No, he was just like shook. It was like he was staring at like a, a ghost. He was just like, oh my God. So he goes and gets Shay. And this is when Shay was still drinking. So he had oh, like shit. went home, passed out drunk, like wakes up in like a daze and was just like, I don't know. What to do. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I can't go. I'm not going to go to the hospital for broken teeth. Oh, I would like. But I knew there was nothing else broken. It wasn't my nose. It wasn't my chin. And I'm like, also, I can't drive myself right now. I don't have a phone. Like, Shay can't drive me. So I'm like, I guess I'm just going to sit in bed awake until the dentist opens in the morning. No, Sheena. Yeah. So uh, from like 2.30. Wait, was Uber a thing back then? No. There was no Uber back then. Like, this was in 2012. Yeah. This was like seven years ago. So I just literally sat up in bed just with my thoughts, no phone, waited until the sun came up. And I would have drove started drinking. The There's no way I would have had I couldn't to put be- anything in my mouth. Oh, no. It that was, sounds like my worst nightmare. It was the worst. And then like after like a couple months later, like I've got them like temporarily fixed. And then now like Stassi and I are back like not friends. And I'm like in New York at the Upfronts event, the biggest red carpet I've ever done in my entire life. I have a flipper in my bag in case my tooth falls out on the red carpet. You're such a gangster. No one was talking to me. It was like Sandoval was the only one who was like nice and put his arm around me in the group photo. Wait, because people didn't like you? Because they thought that like... I agreed to a work thing without their permission. And they were like, we're a group. We need to stick together. And I was like, no, 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 I didn't do that. It was just like such miscommunication. They thought that like my manager was agreeing to something. Their manager didn't. And I was like, no, 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 that was not it. And then you're like, we're not in sync, boo. Exactly. And so the only good thing that came out of that was I was by myself at this Upfronts event. I've never watched a show on Bravo. I knew a few of the Shaws just because we had met at events and stuff. Yeah. But I ended up meeting Priscilla D'Astasio, who does our makeup for Watch What Happens Live. I met her and all the Jersey, like, house husbands and wives that night. And I was like, I never would have met them if I was just with my clique, hanging out with my friends the whole time. So it was like... But that's so you, I feel. Yeah. Like, you, like new experiences and people and you're really good at like not staying in a comfort zone yeah I'm not so great at that yeah I like my familiar faces Mm -hmm. I like not a lot of people around me yeah and I'm such a social butterfly you are a social butterfly yeah and I do not hate on you for that for one second but you your it bites you in the ass (laughs) and your new groups that you bring around send my anxiety through the fucking roof I know. But I appreciate your your open heartedness and open mind. <laughs> <laughs> You're so you have zero baggage and bitterness. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I have a lot of baggage, but <laughs> um, it doesn't show. So speaking of new people I've brought into the group, um, did I tell you, this is something we've been talking about on shenanigans. So I feel like I should update my listeners. Did I tell you Adam texted me? The other night. Wait, hold on. You were you were at my house. Do you remember? Ran held a poker game. Yes, the other night. Uh-huh. And I invited my girls and my gays. Yes. And you read the text. Okay, I did tell you, Adam. Yes. So uh, just to tell you guys, so it's um, 
Danica, one of the girls who works at Sarah, it was her birthday at Dave and Buster's last week. We're there. It's midnight. And I get a text from him that says, hey, how are you? And I'm like, motherfucker, it's midnight. Like, I haven't talked to you in a month and a half. Like, like me and my pussy are doing just fine. Yeah, we're not cool anymore. But then I remember, I was like, oh, shit, I've read receipts on for him. So he saw I read it yeah. and didn't answer. So 10 minutes later, he's like, oh, I'm not trying to start any problems or anything, blah, 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 blah. But said he still had a key to my apartment on his keychain and didn't know if I needed it back. But keep in mind, this is not like a fob where, like, no. when you when you aren't renting or leasing no. at a place anymore. This is like a key a that key. you can have made at a kiosk. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> yes. I literally went to the little place at Ralph's and made like five keys for yes. when I'm out of town. Like sometimes Janet will check on Penny and Salem. Sometimes Adam would, my sister, my mom. Like I just made a bunch of keys. It's not right. a fob. It's not a remote. It's nothing like, like that. Like you're not going to get charged if you don't return yeah. it to the leasing office. No. And I was like, okay. And then I still didn't answer. He sees I read it. And then he's like, okay, well, otherwise hope all is well. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave your ass on red. I don't ever do that. Anyone who knows me. You don't. If I don't respond to a text in five minutes, I always say I'm in a massage in a podcast or you should be very concerned. Yes. And there was 24 hours on Friday and Saturday. Me and a friend had a little like staycation at my place and I just ignored my phone for the day. It was the nicest, most freeing feeling. Just like being with someone who like I didn't feel like I needed to be on my phone. I didn't right. want to be on my phone. But then I would like check in every couple hours. My mom's like, hello, you okay? I'm like, mom, you're from five of my friends. You have my location. You see I'm at home. Right. I'm not dead at home. I'm just at home. So I leave him on red. I'm so happy you did that. Yeah, How me empowered too. did you feel? So empowered. Yes. So, but I was like, you know, I can't not respond so I'm like, I just responded the next day and I was like, hi, doing well. Don't think you really reached out about a key. Don't need it. Is there something else you needed or wanted to ask me? And literally like immediately he responds with this like long message saying he just wanted to make sure I didn't need it, wouldn't get charged. And that was it. He has no ill will towards me, regardless of how I feel about him. He never did anything with bad intentions, never met anything malicious, was like, I really, really always try to be honest with you. I genuinely wish all the best for you. I hope you know if you were ever in need of anything at all, you could always reach out to me. And I'm like, what the fuck would I you need from you, You know what's so crazy, you, though, Adam? is it's like there were times that you were in need yeah. of somebody. And where was he? Exactly. I, I, I feel like words are just that. Yeah. I cannot do anything with your words. Mm -hmm. Your actions, that fulfills me in every way yeah and the thing is that i've had to learn slowly so rand and i went to scottsdale arizona mm -hmm. for like a little getaway retreat and yeah. while we were there we met with a couple's therapist two of the days and i feel like even if you are in a relationship and you're doing impeccably well it is great to check in with someone totally yes and she taught me so much sheena like you have no idea I've learned that we cannot control other people. And, you know, like, this is stuff my mom will say. But mm -hmm. when you hear it from someone who's, like, educated, totally. it means a completely different it's thing. It's totally different, yeah. You cannot worry about what other people are doing and how they're trying to affect you. Mm -hmm. And the moment that you take the power back and you realize that all these people, the atoms of the world, are trying to keep their claws in you, whether it's positive or negative. Yeah. They thrive on attention, good or bad. Yeah. And... It is blood sucking. Yeah. They're leeches. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you let that message go 
Oh, and, and then this last on, one, yes. if you ever need anything, I just left him on red. It's been over a week Amazing. and I'm Amazing. Like, I kind of just like want to respond. I'll be like, thanks, hope all is well. And I'll be like, it took you a fucking week to respond. Thanks, hope all is well. I think you shouldn't respond at all. I don't think I'm going to. It's already it's been a week and again, I've thought about it so that's much. Attention. And I'm just like, you know what? Like, and Janet had a good point. She goes, guys have this like sense of like, you know, whether he's been like creeping on my story. We unfollowed each other. Like I unfortunately, which I felt really bad about, but I unfollowed like some of his family. I unfollowed all of his friends because I'm just like, I just, when I'm done with someone, I'm done with them. And I went back to him so many times, but I never like canceled him. I never said anything negative about him on my podcast. Like I just was still like, no, we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. And then this last time, like, he was just so disrespectful to me to go on a romantic vacation with this girl who he's lied to me about for months. Wait, I didn't know about that. You didn't know this? No. Oh, my God. Lala. Okay, short version because we've already talked about this. So I'm on the plane coming back from Kentucky. Okay. And I'm getting all of these screenshots sent to me, but I'm on the plane. And even with Wi-Fi, tap to download, tap to download. I can't download them. And I'm like, Janet, what the fuck are you sending me? And she was like, Adam has a girlfriend. I'm like, no, he doesn't. And I was like, oh, you mean his friend so-and-so? Like, no. I was like, they went to college together. Like, I was like, she's dating one of his friends. They're just homies. And she was like, I don't know. They were posting some stuff. I'm like, yeah, but I go think back to when I was with Rob and things Adam and I would post that could look couple but like I was in a relationship. It wasn't like right. that. I'm like, we were just friends. So then I get when the plane lands. I get more screenshots sent to me, and it's 100% a romantic vacation in Tulum. How the fuck can you afford a romantic vacation in Tulum? And I'm sorry, you're because dating he's someone? Been saving all that money because you were his <laughs> sugar mama. He got that savings. So he told me, I saw him a few days before I left for Kentucky, and he left for Atlanta for a shoot. Okay. He came over. We hung out. We didn't have sex, but... We crossed the line. Okay. That we shouldn't have. It had been a couple months. Shouldn't have crossed the line, but we did. Okay. So I go to Kentucky. He goes to Atlanta. And I texted him on Friday and I was like, oh, how's ATL? And he was like, oh, not there anymore in Mexico. Just got to Mexico. And I was like, huh? I was like, Mexico? I thought you had a shoot in Atlanta. He didn't respond. And I was like, wow, okay. I really know nothing about your life anymore. Like, I thought we were getting back on a good track, but guess not. Whatever. I was like, all right, we'll see you when you get back. And so we both got back Monday night. I get all of these screenshots sent to me. I am just boiling inside. Yeah. So I texted him that night and I was like, hey, just landed, making sure you got back safe. He texts me back the next morning. He's like, hey, sorry, I was sleeping. <clears throat> He's like, yeah, I got back um, last night and just passed out. And I was like, oh, I go, so um, what was going on down in Mexico? Or I asked him if he wanted to get lunch. And he was like, I can't, I'm busy. And I was like, so what was going on down in Mexico? And he's like, um, nothing was going on in quotations. He's like, I just extended my trip to a vacation. I'm like, with who? And he tells me her name. And I was like, I thought she was dating your friend. And he's like, they're not together anymore. And I was like, okay, then this all makes sense. And he's like, what makes sense? And I'm like, you're dating her. Literally, like, you guys are on this. And he's like, don't even give me shit. He's like, if I try to keep track of all the guys you've dated since we... And I'm like, Adam, first of all, I've never done a static post with a dude on my page. If I were to, out of respect for you, I'd give you a heads up. I even, he was like, you used to post shit with Max all the time. And Max is going to be here soon, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so I was like, um, I specifically remember when Max and I were dating, I posted like one thing of our wristbands at a Chargers game, a group thing at Malibu Wines, and a group game night. 
never anything romantic out of respect for Adam. So I was like, no, 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 I've never done that. And yes, I have been seeing people over the last like six months, but I haven't posted anything because I respect you, whether you think so or not. Clearly, you don't feel the same about me. And he's like, I'm not doing this via text. This is now not a long story making short. I'm just giving you it all. Um, so I love it. I'm I meet, sipping on this tea. I meet up with him at um, the rooftop of the place he works at. We sit down. He literally takes his fucking shirt off. Abs, tan, like, and just sits there and was like, sup? And I'm like, you really need to take your shirt off. The bar's not even open. I can't even have a fucking rosé. I'm just, like, staring at him, cotton mouth, fuming. And I'm like, uh, are you going to explain what yourself? What was the point of the shirt coming off? I don't know. It was hot outside. He wanted to show off his Mexican tan and perfect abs. Like, I'll give him that. He's got a great body. But, like... so weird, Sheena. Ew. I don't, it just... It was so douchey, you know? <laughs> such a douche move. And, basically, he was just, like... I mean, this conversation was wrapped up in all of two minutes. He, um... A, first, he asked me if I was miked. Then he asked me if I was recording this conversation. I was just, like... I'm literally trying to salvage the bare minimum of what's left of our friendship. I'm not trying to catch you in a fucking <laughs> lie here, dude. No. Oh, Adam, no one cares about you on Vanderpump Rules. You're no. only relevant through Sheena. Sorry. Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> so, so he was just like, basically, he's like, I mean, yeah, like we were just friends. And then, you know, one thing led to another and like it happened. And I'm like, okay, and I don't fault you for that. Things happen. But I'm like. Don't you think out of respect for me, you could have given me a heads up instead of me finding out from fans and friends on Instagram? And he just, like, didn't get it. And I'm like, Adam, I'm like, that's that's so hurtful. Like, I was literally in love with you last year. I poured my heart out to you, and you just said, I can't commit, I can't commit. But you're committing to her. So had you just sat me down before this trip the night you were at my fucking apartment and said, look, just so you know... Things with so-and-so and I have kind of, like, taken a turn. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I felt like I couldn't commit to you. I'm going to see where this goes. It might not work out. Out of respect for you, I just want you to know this. I asked him. I said, if either of us start dating someone, can we please let the other person know first before I, he was seen at Tom Tom with her. And Max and Janet were there that night. I mean, Max fucking works there. And they're yeah. like, uh, just so you know, Sheena. And then I asked him about the next day. I'm like, are you dating someone? He's like, no, it's just a friend visiting from college. She's a fan of the show. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm being crazy. No, he's been dating this chick. They went to Dodger games together. He took her to the beach, like all of this shit. She's been coming out here for months. I hate that. And he never even told me. And I muted his ass like back in February. So I haven't yeah. seen any of his posts. And I told everyone, I don't want to know anything. Like if I see it, right. I see it, but don't, don't tell me. Don't send it to me. But when it was this vacation, my friends are like, we need to tell you this. Yeah. So was that like the nail in the coffin for the friendship? 100%. What, by him saying, so this is what he said. He goes, he goes. I don't know why I didn't tell you. He goes, maybe I didn't want to hurt you. And I go, Adam, it's going to hurt either way. It would have felt better hearing it from you than finding out on Instagram. And he goes, if it was going to hurt you either way, what's the difference? And I was like, you know what, bro? The difference is, had you been a fucking man and told me to my face, you would still have a friend in me, but you don't. But Sheena, he doesn't good care. Good luck and goodbye. Exactly. I, mean, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but no. he doesn't care about it, you. If he did, he wouldn't have treated me like this. That's what I mean. So that's why so I was you just can't like, expect these people to like give you the courtesy heads up no. when they've shown you over and over again that they don't care that much about yeah. you. I mean, it's just like everything I did for him. I'm like, I don't want to regret it because we did like share a lot of like fun memories and shit together. And, you know, live and learn. It was an experience or whatever you want to call it. 
People come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Right. Adam was a season. Totally. Literally. One season of Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> You've had a lot of seasoners. <laughs> but, like, just the fact that he just felt no remorse and felt like he owed me absolutely nothing. Those so, types of people are scary. Yeah. I walked out of there. He didn't try and chase me. He didn't try and text me. This was like six weeks ago, six, seven weeks ago. Okay, so you're not talking to him at all. No. Not even responding to him. No, that. that's why I left him on red and I was going to respond the next day. And I was no, like, I won't allow you to. And I actually, I was talking to Max about it because, like, it's funny that after we dated, like, now we're like such homies. Like, Max totally. is the guy I go to for like my guy advice, even though he usually gives terrible advice. But, but he's just someone I'm like, who I've been so close with, who knows Adam, who was literally my rebound from Adam. Right. So I was just like, what do I, I was like, do I heart it? Do I respond? Th-? And he was no, just like, nothing, don't, nothing. Don't say anything. That's what I'm telling you. What yeah. the therapist said to me, mm-hmm. good or bad attention is still attention. You yeah. cannot give these clowns attention. And no. I've, I've learned that. Cause like right now I'm dealing with some bullshit. Like, you know, these clowns that want to slide in your DMS yeah. 500 times to let you know that you're ugly or whatever the fuck else they want to tell you. I know. And it's like, dude, you need to why like I'm seeing a therapist and I'm like a happy person yeah go get help yeah for your mental right this is not normal behavior yeah (laughs) like and honestly like as hard as it was letting go of him because he's some like the closest person in my life over the last like two and a half three years right the second I walked out of there and also, we're on the rooftop of, like, an eight-story building, and the fucking elevator was broken. Oh, I hate that. You're, I'm like, pressing the button. running trying to be- down these fucking stairs because I didn't know if he was going to come after me or whatever. So I'm, like, running down the stairs, and then I get to valet. The valet's not there. I'm, like, I need my car. I need to get out of here. Like, I just wanted to run away. Yes. But the second I left, and then I went over to one of our mutual friends' houses, the girl I didn't vibe with, but now we're friends. Okay. I told her everything. I felt so much better, and I was, like, you know what? We're going to podcast about this. And then I drove straight to Kristen's and we podcasted about it. And after that, I was like, oh, my God, I feel like such a weight lifted. Like, as sad as I am to lose him in my life, it's just like, I don't have to worry about him anymore. I don't have to take care of him. I don't have to worry about him. It was just like, you know what? You're someone else's problem now. You could have had me, and I'm sorry to toot my own horn right now. Any guy who lets me go is a fucking idiot. I've said that to Rand, and Rand has said that to me. Like, you're so cool. You're. Can I tell you, you're so different. I hate to say, like, in real life, but I mean yeah. without cameras yeah. on. You are a different person, Gina. That's what I love about doing this show is because it's completely unfiltered, unedited, and it's like you actually get to know me. It's not just yes. an edited version on Vanderpump Rules. I agree. Yeah. So I always tell people, I'm like, if you don't like me on the show, like, just listen to one of my podcasts. And if you still don't like me, then you just don't fuck with me. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. There was this girl. So this like YouTuber fitness chick. I don't know if you saw it on my gram, but she accidentally uploaded a video of her like beating her dog. (gasps) Yeah. Wait, was it the one who put it in the dryer? Not that one. So she was filming. She turned on her uh, computer oh my God. to do some like fitness thing. And her dog was like excited to see her, kept jumping on her. And she like punches it, spits on it. The dog is crying. She accidentally uploads that instead of the edited oh version. My God. Well, I fucking like I'm not a troll on the gram. Like I stay yeah. to myself. But when it comes to like my orcas, my dogs, trophy hunting, I go insane and I yeah. troll people to death. And she slid in my DM and was like, 
I was such a fan of yours. I can't believe this is how you feel. And I was like, bitch, I don't want you as a fan. Right? Bye. No. Like, forget about it. Oh, she wants. Oh, we got to give them love on the shenanigans podcast. (laughs) But yeah, it's like, I don't, I would rather lose a follower than have someone like that fucking follow me. Like if you, if you don't like me as a person, yeah. I'm not tripping on that. No. But, like, please get your mental right and don't DM me how much you hate me. Yeah. That makes you look crazy. Did I'm you, still unaffected. Did you see when um, I posted the DM? And I never, like, put haters on blast or anything. Yeah. But the one of the girl telling me that I should do everyone a favor and overdose. Yeah, I read that. That, I was like, okay, this needs attention. And I, like, I was like, I'm not going to post and be like, everyone go and attack her because then that's, I'm no better than her. But I'm like, this is something that, like, I'm very passionate about with, like, the cyberbullying. Like, I cannot imagine being a teenager in this day and age with Instagram and shit. Like, it was bad enough in eighth grade. I would have death threats, like, sent to me. Like, the teacher's aide would come into the class and give, like, the slip to the teacher and drop a note, like, on my desk. And it would be a gravestone, like, with my name. And it was, like, watch your back after school. And, like, I would get all of this shit. And it was, like, scary. I got suspended from school. I'm a perfect straight-A student and, like, honors all of this shit. Yeah. And I got suspended because this girl was, like, trying to start a fight with me. And then I'm, like, getting, like, all of these death threats and, like, just getting bullied. I had a pager back in the day. And I would get... 187403 die ho every morning they would just like page me this shit and it was like not that many people had my pager number it was my friends my friends as i say in quotes she not literally and i didn't know who all it was until like the end of eighth grade and like it's funny because some of these girls like I'm friends how with them on like Facebook. Not, how are you not scarred from I these am. people? I, to where I know but why is it like cuz you let a lot of newbies in. I think why I do is because of that. Because like I don't ever want people to feel excluded and to right. feel left out because that was me in 8th grade. I had this whole group of friends who constantly like didn't want to include me because where I went to school it was a very Hispanic neighborhood and I'm half white. And I was the white girl at school who didn't fit in, who all the boys thought was pretty. And the girls didn't like that. No, girls don't like that. And so the last day of eighth grade, you know what I did? What? I said, you meet me at this address after school, and we're going to handle this like adults. Oh, shit. We weren't adults. But I literally, we get there, and we go, okay, ground rules. Take your rings off. No rings. We're going to fucking do this. And I beat the shit out of her. I love you so much for it was that. the only fight I've ever been in, but I was like, I am so sick of being bullied. There was the one of the worst nights. There was a slumber party, and I literally sat up all night until the sun came up and then called my mom and said I woke up early for her to pick me up. Oh. because it, And there was no cell phones back then. This is right. in 1998, 1997. You had to like, use the parents' yeah, phone. Home at phone. that slumber party, it was for like my friend's birthday, and it's like, it for me, it was like, Better to be friends with the mean girls than to not have any friends at all. It's pathetic, right. but it just, I was. And at this party, they, one of my friends got her hair cut and yeah. she like wanted a short bob. And I've always had the really long hair. And they're like, are you next? And I was like, no, no, no. Like I'm never cutting my hair. And they're like, well, you better not fall asleep or your hair will be cut. Oh, so you were scared. And I was like, what? And then I like go in my bag and they had like poured like salsa and like shit like all over my bag and my clothes. And like they like threw like an egg at my head. Like when we were like playing a game, it was like and like this girl's like little sisters were like in on it. 
like these like 10 year old little girls were like bullying me and I'm just like I was so scared to fall asleep because I was like oh, I'm gonna wake up and it's gonna be like I know what you did last summer I don't even think that movie was out yet but it like would have been yeah. like that when like she wakes up and it's just like I was terrified so I just sat up all night trying not to cry trying to just like be cool and be strong and I never told my mom any of these stories I said like she didn't even know I got in a fight because I kicked this girl's ass she got suspended or not suspended grounded all summer because she went home with a fat lip and a black eye and her mom knew she got in a fight my mom didn't know I got in a fight that's so gangster <laughs> so I told myself I was like the day I graduate high school I'm gonna tell my mom about the day I graduated eighth grade and Hell, I did yes four what, years what later was her reaction she was devastated because it was like my sister was just born and I didn't want to like I've always been such an independent strong person and my parents are amazing if I, I would have told are. them I had an issue they would have been they would have been there but I just wanted to deal with it on my own I'm like they have a baby and like I loved my little sister and I didn't want to take anything away from her I'm like I've already been a kid like I've already had that time like I right. just wanted her to have my parents like fully for her yeah and I just like never said anything and my mom was like this like breaks my heart like I wish I knew and I'm like but I didn't want to burden you with it or bother you with it but yeah. deep down I think she knew that something was wrong because I was forced to go to private school for yeah. high school and thank god because if I would have went to public school in Azusa I mean I probably would be 40 pounds heavier and have five kids by now yeah and like and now all these little bitches that bullied you are sitting at That's home them. on Monday yep. drinking wine watching you on TV <laughs> And oh my God. Okay. Crazy thing. So the girl I got in the fight with, yeah. I ran into her. It was like in 2008. So probably like 10 years after eighth grade. Okay. I had a Toyota, a, a regional commercial that was on. Okay. I'm at TGI Fridays. And was Vanderpump on? No, no, no. no not yet. This is like three years before Vanderpump. Okay. So I had just had like a couple commercials and things that were on like television. Right. And I'm in the bathroom at Friday's and I see this girl and she's like, Sheena. And I was like, Marlene, what? Her and name's I was like, Marlene. Marlene. Yes, <laughs> it makes the story so much better. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And she's like, oh my gosh. She's like, how are you? She's like, I saw you on TV. Like, that's so cool. Like, we should hang out. I'm like, this and that. I'm like, oh, because I'm on TV. Now you want to hang out with All me. All these little bitches come out Bye. of the woodwork. Yeah. No. Isn't it amazing, though? It really is. Just all, like, if I can give advice to anybody, it's to let that, the bullying and things, add fuel to mm -hmm. your fire. Totally. Like, you know? let it motivate you. Let it motivate you. Mm -hmm. Retreat from those people. And because from the time I was a kid, I was like, I'm going to be on TV one day. And yeah. you're all going to be watching me. Yep. Asking me to uh, give you money, which I've had multiple times. Give them it's like, Bitch, I'm not giving you that give them all our beauty money. Right? You're out of your mind. I know. I need a few more Chanel bags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Can we talk about your closet? Always. Okay. We're going to do a Snapchat in your closet so I can post it when this is up tomorrow because that is just like closet goals. It's pretty amazing, right? I, I mean, gave Randall the tiniest corner. I know. I the love it. The tiniest corner. I he's, thought, he's lucky he even got that. I was he he was like, Oh well, what do you just want to move me to the guest bedroom closet? I was like, Is, Is that, that an, an option? option? <laughs> <laughs> so we can arrange that. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, it's just like I love that I can see all my stuff now. Mm hmm You know? Yeah. Because before I like kept my bags, like I was relatively organized at the apartment for like the amount of space I had. Yeah. But I could not, I'm like, what bag do I even wear with this outfit? Like, I can't remember what bags I have. And now it's like, 
pull it from yep. the collection and on my way. I know. I need to reorganize my closets because I literally just go with the same black bag every day because it's easier. And yeah. I have so many cute bags at home, but they're just like not on the right display. You got to display them so you can see. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I have the whole extra room at my apartment that's basically just a display of my makeup and sunglasses. Your sunglasses. Yeah. I robbed a lens crafters. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember I said that? Yeah. I think it was last season. I was like, yeah. what did she rob a lens crafter? I have the same at my house in Palm Springs because I have so many sunglasses. And, I and was what did just... James say? He was like, no, she's not the one that robbed this, robbed sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> or stole sunglasses. That is fucking hysterical. So funny. But I even, I have six more pairs now from Key, which everyone thinks that it's pronounced Quay, the Australian oh, sunglass it brand. Oh, is Key? It's Key. Q-U-A-E? Q-U-A-Y. Or what did I just say? Q U A E. Yeah, it's a uh, Y. I yeah. don't know why. I so it looks e. like Quay, but it's pronounced Key. Oh my God. Yeah. Key, I love that. So Chrissy Teigen has a collection with them right now, and I went to the launch for it the other night. And I'm, the craziest thing is having John Legend come up to you and say he's a big fan. Dude. I was like, the craziest. Uh, I'm right? sorry, what? Like, I am a big fan. Like, and like, let's take photos. I'm like, Okay. It's crazy when people that are actually famous for having yeah. mad talent mm-hmm. are a fan of yours. You're like, yeah. what? Like when people come up to us, Sheena, and they're like, can I get a picture? Uh-huh. I'm so grateful. Totally. But I'm like, why? Like I could see if I were yeah. Beyonce, like, fuck, yeah. Totally. But like me, what yeah. are you going to do with it? <laughs> I've had some people like cry, like their hearts racing. They say that I've made their entire trip or year, and I'm just like, I'm so grateful for that, but also I'm like, I'm sorry that this is the coolest thing you've done. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like the, like we open up our entire lives to people. We really do. And it's something that like people can connect with and whether we go crazy or we have like a quote unquote good season where we Mm -hmm. haven't lost our minds all that much. Yeah. It's like people can relate to that shit. Totally. You know, and it's things when people are like, ah, the way you acted, it's like, bitch, we've all reacted that way. Yeah. The difference is yours isn't shown, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So you're welcome that you can not only relate to me, but like be entertained by my shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah, I just did that. I like what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to Andy Cohen switch gears here. Okay. Switch the gears, baby. Let's talk wedding. Okay. Because I overheard you at Tom Tom the other night talking a little bit with Brittany about some stuff. But what can you tell us? I can tell you that it's in Newport Beach. Yes. On April 18th. Love that. We originally wanted Miami mm-hmm. because Rand's from there. And I was like, the weather here is so volatile. Like, I'm not going to have my guests out here either sweating their asses off. Yeah. Or be drenched from rain. Yeah. And then I was like, fuck it, listen to this. I was like crying one day and I was like, why can't we just be normal, Rand? Like, why can't we just have a small wedding in like the south of France or Italy? (laughs) And he's like, did you really just say that? (laughs) So then that was like on my radar. And then my dad will not be there. And I was like, I have no connection to Italy or the south of France. Like, what the fuck? Totally. And my dad has loved Newport since the time I was a little kid. His favorite vacation spot. That was where he was the most zen. I love that. I was like, you know what? This feels right. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. So, and I, we had to compromise as mm-hmm. far as the guest list because I wanted like 50 people and Rand wanted 500. <laughs> Do you split yeah. the difference? Well, hardly. I think we're <laughs> at like 250 right now. Okay. Which, whatever. Because Rand has never had a wedding before. Yeah. You know? 
And so it's going to be the first wedding for both of us. So I'm like, you know what? If I were the only wedding, it'll be the first and only wedding for both of us. (laughs) Yeah. And for me, it's like, you know what? I know if I had a small wedding, I'm going to look back and be like, why didn't Mm -hmm. on my wedding day? Why didn't I just blow it out? Yeah. You know? Yeah. We had 300 at mine. See? Okay. So that's like normal. Yeah. To have like a lot of people. I, I mean, I think so. Like we both have big families. And we both like the good thing about Shay and I was we pretty much shared friends because we've been friends oh. since we were 15. So it was like that helped. But his mom is one of 12. Oh, shit. And then like 52 cousins. And so it was just like and then between my extended family and my mom and my dad, it was just like we couldn't have under 300. It was like a struggle to get it down to 300. See, that's crazy. So that part for me, I have a very small family, aunts and uncles. Mm-hmm. I don't speak to cousins I don't have yeah so it's like my mom and my brothers and with Rand it's kind of the same thing Mm -hmm. it's just gonna be a bunch of us fun friends yeah it's just my fun friends hell yeah I know gonna do band and DJ I'm gonna do both yeah I'm gonna have a pretty epic DJ because you know Rand he doesn't want just like DJ James Kennedy even though I would die because I think James is so talented yeah but he wants like a Steve Aoki or you know someone like that I was like well don't bring in a cooler person than like us (laughs) then no one's gonna give a shit that we got married (laughs) do you know who's gonna marry you yet I haven't decided that yet and with everything that Jackson Britt went through yeah I will not be telling who's going to officiate I'm trying to keep that under wraps Mm -hmm. but we don't we don't even have anyone yet gotcha but i do know it was so funny i met with my wedding planner and i have this like jesus pouch that Mm -hmm. i keep my money in because it's been really great luck yeah and we're talking about like because randall's jewish i'm just spiritual i have no religion and so i told her no religion i don't want that to be involved in this wedding right as my jesus pouch is sitting out on the (laughs) counter (laughs) she was like you're giving me mixed signals law which way we go in here That's funny. Oh, my God. I cannot wait for this wedding. I know that we're going to have... So, we'll have, like, the ceremony, then the reception. Yeah. But then I'm going to have, like, an epic nightclub pop-up that'll be on property. Sick. So, that's going to be fucking lit. Love that. Yeah. And then you'll be there, so you'll get to see all the surprises. I know. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. It's going to be a good day. It's going to come up so quick. I know I can't talk about that because I, I haven't my wedding planner has been like we need to get on the phone we need to get on the phone but the thing is I mean you could plan a wedding in a couple months you can easily. right yeah okay it's just like the biggest things are you know the venue got that guest count don't have that fully but it's like once you I mean but you have a venue so you know it can fit 50 or it can fit 500 oh, okay so it's like that's important that at least you know like that and then just getting I mean Jackson Brittany didn't even send out save the dates they were supposed to and then they never did but, I mean, other than, like, sending out a save the date just so people know because if I you I feel have, like we have to have save the dates yeah. because a lot of people in Randall's industry, like, they get booked out, you know, two, and three years in advance. And people in and totally. traveling. So, it's like, you know, just, like, getting that out. But it's like everything else falls into place so easily. Right. It's just like, you know, you have your – if the venue comes with, like, the caterer and all of that, it's like that's easy. It's like – Totally. It's just – it seems like it's so much. But then once you get, like, the venue is the most important thing. And once you have that locked down everything else just falls into place yeah and I haven't been like dreaming of my wedding day since I was a kid yeah so like I don't really even know what I want mm-hmm. for me I, I I don't feel like I'll be disappointed in anything or feel like something's gone yeah. wrong because it's like I don't even know yeah what I'm wanting 
I never knew what I wanted until I watched the first ABC Bachelorette wedding. Shut the fuck up. Swear, Trista and Ryan. <laughs> you love the Bachelor Bachelorette. I'm and when I saw her wedding, I was like, that's what I want one day. And was I, it super fairy tale? It was very, very fairy tale, like just white and pink flowers. And it just, it was basically like my wedding. Yeah. I just like, I wanted to recreate that. And Your wedding then, was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, it was, um, it was a good party. It was, it was fun. <laughs> Very expensive party. Do you still talk to Shay? I do. So, I think you guys should get remarried. No. That's not going to happen. Really? No. There's just too much trust that was broken, and uh, it would just never be the same. Okay. And also, here's I'll another reason that, why. That dream. So we've hung out a couple times. We talk on a regular basis. Last week, I thought we were actually the day my best friend Brooke was coming over to my parents' house. It was just Brooke and Janet my sister and her best friend. Yeah. And I thought I was going to really like make some headway with Shay and invite him over because he hasn't seen my parents since we got divorced. Oh, wow. And uh, he was like all about it. I was like, my dad would love to see you. I'm like, it's not going to be a lot of people. I was like, bring your friends, bring your nephews, like anyone you want. Like we're going to barbecue. And I was like, I just, I, I know it would mean a lot to my dad. Like that was like his son, like the son he never had. And like, yeah. they were so close. And then Shay just was gone and never talked again. And, like, they still follow each other on Instagram. So, like, my dad will still, like, see his stuff. And he misses him. Yeah. And so we have plans for him to come over. And then that day my mom was like, do you actually think? And I was like, yeah, I talked to him a couple hours ago. And he's like, what time should I come? And I was like, around, like, 2. 2.30 I get a text. Hey, I'm so sorry to do. And I'm like, I saw this coming. I didn't want to believe it. But I was like. And he goes, I'm so sorry to do this, but I got a call and I have to go in for a work meeting in Orange County. I was really looking forward to seeing your dad. Maybe if you guys are still hanging out later, I can come by. Okay. Left his ass on red for like a half hour. Thought about it because I wanted to just go off. Right. And then like a half hour later, I was just like... Well, that sucks that you have to work. I'm like, my dad was really excited to see you. I know he's going to be disappointed. I go, but can you just be honest with me? Are you just nervous to come over? And what did he say? I haven't heard from him. Mm. Literally. And it's just like, that's when I'm like, it's like I give him an inch. And then it's just like. Your parents are two people that I adore so much. Yeah. I love your parents. Like, I, I would never, even when you and I had like rocky times yeah I never felt uncomfortable around no. your mom or your dad no they're the most welcoming people and like yes and like I guess Shay still has my mom blocked on Instagram and she's like what did I ever do like she was just looking out for me and when she saw signs like I mean Shay and I's relationship was starting to ruin my mom and I's because I'm like mom it's none of your business like stay out of it but it was like she was seeing she's things. watching her baby like yeah yeah, and I she get it. saw things from the outside that I couldn't see because I was too close to it. Right. So it was like all of these things that like I didn't notice, and she was just looking out for me. But then you know he felt like defensive and like needed to like block her so she couldn't see anything he was doing. And I'm just like, look, it's it's been a few years, dude. Like, let's let's just like hang out. Like, if we're ever going to really be friends again, or let's say, who knows, five years down the road, if we're ever going to be anything again, even just friends, yeah. You're going to have to be cool with my parents. Totally. And I was so excited that like, and I even told him, I go, dude, I was like, Brooke's coming over today. I was like, I haven't seen and her they, since we were know, married. Yeah. Like she was my maid of honor. Oh, so they know yeah, each other. They were like really good friends since like we were younger. Like since like, I mean like after high school, cause like I've known Shay since I've known him as long as I've known Brooke. 
And so I was like, dude, I was like, I'm so excited. I was like, Brooke's coming over. I haven't seen her since literally before we got divorced. And he was just like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like, I'm so excited. And then just like ghosted. Yeah. And I still haven't heard from him. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to reach out. Like unreliable. It just, and that's, I'm like, and this is why we're not together anymore. Reason right. number 782. <laughs> so, okay. So I want to talk a little about what you have going on right now because we're both working with Sean too. Yes. Which thank you for him. I love <laughs> him. Um, he sent me my video last night. I can't wait to see oh it. Oh my God. It's, so you're happy with lit. it i love it there's okay, a couple good. things like a couple of the choreography moves that aren't in it that i kind of want to add okay but if maybe one of us was off then like i don't I, then if he left it out he left it out for a reason right but i want i've only but watched it's, it on my but phone. it's also your video exactly and there's many times where i'll talk to sean too about my concerns yeah and then if he feels strongly about it not being yeah in it he'll say it he'll say it, and if i feel strongly about it being in it yeah then you know you make it happen yeah because i mean i haven't even seen playback of that but i'm like right. i remember there was this one move i did where i'm like on the floor and i like it was like ass up and i kind of like crawled towards the camera and i'm yeah. like wait that shot wasn't in there and like i did that one like 15 asked, times asked to see the footage i'm going to yeah. and like i've only watched it on my phone twice yeah. and once was last night at a loud bar i couldn't even hear it and then i watched it again this morning but i'm like i want to watch it on like my tv screen and kind of like nitpick it a little totally but um okay so tell me what you guys are working on right now so james and i are back in the studio I love that. yes um we just finished our song riding with me mm -hmm. that's the one you played at tom tom right we played it at tom tom yes. it's so fucking popping i love it james did the entire beat so he's definitely like a heavy hand in the producing yeah. aspect um and then I wrote my own little, I like to write my own stuff because mm -hmm. I feel like it just resonates with me yeah. more. Like I, I can get into it. Yeah. If what I'm saying is what I believe, mm -hmm. you know, like what's, what's more Lala than fat asses being bounced on her? I mean, yeah. What's more Sheena than talking about sex, <laughs> right? You get it. <laughs> One of the lines in my song is says, give me good dick, but no affection. I'm like, I just want to get laid. I'm not trying to fall in love right you now. You do just want to get laid, you but know? you do love a good cuddle session. I do, but, <laughs> you know, I am fortunate enough to get laid and cuddle after. Right? See, and winning. morning sex. Girl, I forgot how amazing that was. <laughs> <laughs> You're my little nympho. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we have that. And then my little brother, Easton, is, mm -hmm. I call him a rapper. He says, I'm not a rapper. I'm a songwriter and it's more poetic. And I said, okay, okay. whatever you'd like to label it, yeah. you little artistic mind. <laughs> and he wrote a song shortly after my dad passed away. And it's, you know, his take on that day. Mm -hmm. And so I'm featured on that. But we also did another song, which is pretty much the same song, I guess. But it's a more feminine version. Okay. So we'll release both of those. Sean, too. Helped with both of those. Yeah. The one Easton did is produced by this guy named Rush D. Uh-huh. Um, so those two will be coming out. And then, you know, we're just working on movies. I love that. Yeah. We have Axis Sally with Ooh. Al Pacino. Okay. That's the one you were doing yes. down in where Puerto, Rico. Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yes. And that's about this woman who um, she basically teamed up with the Nazis. And so the United States was charging her and trying to get her hung with propaganda mm -hmm. and i play a defense attorney i that look was so dope because it's like that is literally a character like you are like oh, I was, you're so in it i was 
the furthest thing from my truest yeah and it was really crazy because after i finished al was like wow you're really good because all my scenes were with al pacino so let me give you the backstory on how this happened Rand tells me that they're doing this movie axis sally i said i need to be in it Mm -hmm. he said there's only one part left the only problem is it's playing opposite al pacino and i said that's not a problem that's not a problem yeah (laughs) that's not a problem he meant it's a problem like I will have to get approved oh, okay. through Al Pacino, the directors, right. writers, you know, the studio. And so I said, just give me the script. I'm going to go work on it. I'm going to work on my sides and I'll audition. And yeah. you can tell me if this works for you. And it worked. So right after my scene with him, he was like, wow, you're really good. And I was like, thank you so much. Like coming from you, that means a lot. Yeah. Because you just think people are like trying to be nice. Right. And he like grabs my arm and he's like, no, you are really, really good. And right then I was like, this is one of those moments I'm going to remember for my whole life. Forever. Yeah. But see, then I'm the type of person where when Rand reminds me of that moment, I'm like, okay, but that happened already. What's the next? Yeah. I'm needing a new project for someone to tell me I did good at. Right. Yes. So do you have anything else you're working on right now or waiting for that to come out? There's a new TV show that is coming out that will be released on Deadline. Okay. The cast. Uh Uh-huh. It's a series. I'm very excited about it. This could be something that I think could change the direction of, you know, my my wants and my dreams. Because I, I moved out to L.A. to be an actress. Yeah. And then when I went into an audition for Target, there was something new on the sign-in sheet, which was how many followers do you have on Instagram and Twitter? Mm-hmm. I didn't have a Twitter. I had 500 followers on Instagram. That's a thing now. Yeah. So I crazy. left the audition. Yeah. And literally the next day is when Vanderpump Rules came to my front no door. No way. Yes. And I said, in, I was like, Fuck this. Clearly, Hollywood has changed in many ways. Yeah. I'm going to get my name out there and my talent will come second. I'll Uh get to prove that once I, you know, have my name out there. And so I'm slowly but surely, you know, we both know that when you're in that box, if you're a reality person. Right. People forget, like, this person is showing their lives, but that doesn't mean they are not a talented human being. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So I have to work a little bit harder, but. That's okay. Yeah. Because I get bored quickly. Yeah. And you're talented. So it's <laughs> Thank like, you, babe. you know, I mean, I've been opposite orgasming with you in an acting class. It was fantastic. Dude, you were so good. <laughs> I said it. I was like, she needs an Oscar for that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Nobody, I mean, it just, and um, the row, like literally, I'm like, I'm not just saying this because I'm your friend, but like you were the best part of that movie. Thank you. I felt like that movie was obviously on a very small budget. But there it was a, a full things. movie. It wasn't it was a, a short film. It no. was a full movie and you were yeah. the lead. It was amazing. And that's what it was like, okay, I'm the lead of this. And if there's anything that I take from this, it's that I'm happy with my performance. Mm-hmm. You know, so even if any movie or, you know, TV show I do is not exactly what I wanted it to be. Yeah. I have to feel comfortable with what I, what I did right. on camera. Yeah. Yeah, Well, girl. you killed it. Is Thanks, there going to be babe. a row too? <laughs> I mean... I don't know. Yeah. I'm open to it. Yeah. It sounds fun. I, I mean, that, that was probably one of the funnest sets I've been on. Yeah. You're around people that are like wanting to make a great movie mm-hmm. and then just around like hot, talented chicks. Yeah. Best thing ever. Totally. Yeah. I loved it. I that. loved it. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Oh my God. I'm so excited <laughs> for you. I can't wait to see the Al Pacino movie. That one's going to be good. Yeah. Do you I'm know when it's coming excited. out? They said September. Okay. Oh, that's soon. That's soon. That's really soon. Yes. 
love that for I you. I know. I'm excited. Oh, my God. You'll be invited to the premiere. Yeah, I better be. Obviously. Oh, my God. So exciting. Thank you, baby. So you've had, I mean, so much success already. I can't wait to see, like, this new TV series and everything else that you have coming up. Thanks, boo. But also, I just want to say I'm so proud of you. I mean, you're going on almost a year sober now. Yeah, I'm two months shy. That's amazing. A year of sobriety. That's an incredible accomplishment. Thank like, you. Especially being in this industry and around this group of fucked up people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm sure it, it isn't easy, you know? You want to know what's so crazy is the day that I woke up and was like, I'm identifying as an alcoholic and I'm reaching out and getting help. I'm not living another second mm -hmm. of this life. There have been very few moments that I've been like, I'm going to pick up a drink today. Yeah. It's just like I remember my life being so unmanageable mm -hmm. and just volatile. So many moments of my life that I decided to drink. I was like, I'm not, you know, even though that glass of rosé looks amazing, I know that I can't just have that glass of rosé. Right. I could have two or three bottles of it and then it all goes bad. Yeah. So it's just like in my mind that that's not happening. And on days that I do feel like, Wow, my mouth is watering for the rosé. You know, I hit an AA meeting. Mm -hmm. Maybe five. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing, though. Thank you, babe. I'm, and I feel like, for me, like, I, I did have people who struggled with addiction and alcoholism in my family, but I was never so close to it until I was married to someone right. struggling with the same thing, and I felt so ignorant and uneducated when I just like couldn't understand I'm like but Shay like why can't you just have like one glass of wine like I can right. like why can't you just drink to get buzzed like don't get drunk like I literally said that on the show when I watched it back I fucking cringed because I'm like obviously like it's not me like I don't have a problem with that I could just have one drink and be totally fine right but it's like I didn't understand until it literally hit so close to home how someone who is an alcoholic, I mean, it really is a disease and it's something that you can't just stop at one. No. And that was that was the thing is before I got sober, I did this whole thing where I'm not going to drink hard alcohol. I'm only going to allow myself a two drink maximum and nothing was working. Yeah. It was always me waking up being like another fucking night that I decided to get drunk. Mm -hmm. And it was the best day of my whole life. Making, identifying as an alcoholic in that moment, I felt like this elephant lifted off of my chest. I saw light and it was like, oh my God, like the fact that I have the power to never live this way yeah. is like, oh my God, I feel liberated. Yeah, that yeah. takes a really strong person to do that. I'm just very proud of you. Thank you, Shishi. Yeah. I love you. I love you, too. Do you think this is, I mean, other than the music that you and James are working on again, do you think that both of you now being sober, going to AA meetings, is something that's helped you rebuild your friendship? Um, I try to keep my sobriety separate from mm -hmm. other people's journey through, you know, their substance abuse. Yeah. Um. But I like the thought of me inspiring him to to stay sober. Yeah. Because I think he thrives when he's in a clear state of mind. Totally. Yeah. And, you know, the other day I played our new song with Logan. Mm -hmm. And Logan could not believe that that was James. He was like, he sounds so good and, like, crisp. And I'm like, yeah. that's 
insane that like even that you can tell right that he hasn't been drinking i'm very proud of him yeah because he told me when i asked him he said it's only been i think at the time it had only been like 17 days Mm -hmm. and what people don't understand is when you have a drinking problem that's a long fucking time yeah and you should be damn proud of every single day that you go without a cocktail absolutely yeah yeah well i just wanted to say that i'm very proud of you thank you and I love you. I love you. Thank you for acknowledging my sobriety, girl. Of course. (laughs) It's something that I think a lot of people don't talk about, you know, and that's one of the great things about our show is we are putting our lives out there for entertainment, but we're also dealing with real life issues and struggles. And as ignorant as I was four seasons ago when I was talking about that with Shay, it also brought so much awareness to it and it educated myself. Right. And I understood so much more about it and i mean i would never sorry it's okay lily like i would never leave someone for them having a problem a disease like that was that right. wasn't what ended our marriage it was just the lies and hiding and all of the that trust. stuff but it was like once i realized like oh my god like this isn't just a drinking problem right. like it's so much more serious than that right it made me just want to fight for our relationship and for him that much more because I just I wanted to help him and you know I mean I did as much as I could but you he had to h- want to help himself. You ha- yeah, people that try to get other people sober, it's you're gonna fail every mm-hmm. time. I could count, I can think of a million and one times that Rand like really tried to express concern. Yeah. And that just made me furious. I'm like, how dare you fucking come in the way of my good time? Right. I had to come to that realization on my own. What was the moment that you knew, like, I can never drink again? Um, it was a Friday, and Rand and I met with a therapist. Actually, she was a psychiatrist, someone that, like, can prescribe you medication. Because I was thinking I was just really suffering. I've always had anxiety and depression, but I'm like, this is taking over my life. And so we're talking to her, and she asks Randall to leave the room. And she said, I want to dig into this and at the end of it she said I want you to take this number down and I said are you asking me to be a sober person because if you are that's going to be a problem I'm, I'm not interested in that and she said I'm not asking you to do anything just take this number down in case you ever need it mm-hmm. we left for Disney World and it was a family vacation my nieces and nephews Rand's kids and I literally didn't even participate in any of the family outings during the day because I was too worried about where the bar was. I was drunk from morning until night. Keep in mind, my drinking got very bad when my dad died. Yeah. So this was just a few months after he had passed away. Mm-hmm. I was shit-faced. I remember getting onto the jet. All I was concerned about was where is the bottle of Hennessy that I just bought. I was face-chugging it out of the bottle. It was a Sunday and that Monday I woke up and said, fuck this. Yeah. Not happening ever again. Good. Good for you. And it's crazy because what people don't know, which I've spoken about on the show, but I'll give you the little tea right now Mm -hmm. is that Monday morning I had a meeting at Randall's office and I had already come up with my plan. I used the number that therapist gave me who still to this day, a year later is, or almost a year later is my sober coach. And I had no idea, but when I walked into his office and told him my, you know, realization, he told me, you know, after I was more stable in my sobriety, that he had 
a full letter written to me basically saying that he can't do this anymore until I get sober. Yeah. So the universe was just so crazy on my side. He told me that story recently when I was in Vegas and you yeah. couldn't make it. And he was so sweet to put Janet and I up in y'all's amazing suite at the Palms. <laughs> but we were just, we sat down for like an hour before his poker game and we were just talking and he was telling me that story. And I was like, holy shit. Like I had no idea that it was that bad. Yeah. I Like, I mean, you did a great job hiding it because none of us yeah. knew. No one knew. And even now, like, people will ask me, like, Law, you don't have a problem. And it's, like, I love that now in my mind it's, like, oh, you have no idea. Yeah. Because before when I would say, like, I, I feel like I need to take a break from drinking. I feel like I have a problem maybe. And people would be, like, you don't have a problem. Here's a drink. And it's, like, you're right. I don't have a problem. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm fun. But no. Mm -hmm. Now it's, like, you – there's nothing in the world that you could offer me to make me pick up a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and smoke that CBD pen I gave you. Oh, we got the CBD pen yes. on lock. Yes. Yes. Love Thank that, you for that, boo. boo. You're welcome. Shout out to Koi for my CBD Hell pen. Hell yeah. <laughs> Go Koi. <laughs> well, thanks for doing this. I'm so glad we finally sat down and did this. It's crazy that I get to bump gums with you and like you're working, but I just feel like yeah. you're talking shit. Right? I know. Yeah. That's the best thing about doing this. I'm like, I mean, it is a job, but it's so much fun. It's so fun. And because. now that I go mobile, like I can do it from anywhere. I'm really grateful that you came to me. Yeah. Today. No, I was happy to come. So thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks. And uh, before I go, if you guys want a podcast or got a podcast, then check out Launchpad DM powered by Podcast One. Launchpad DM is a totally free platform and service for anyone who wants to podcast, offering unlimited hosting and access to a dashboard with all of your show's analytics, your own, and control everything, including subscribers. And it's a great discovery tool to help people find your podcast. You may even get invited to join the official Podcast One roster with even more perks like access to producers, marketers, sale teams, and more. So sign up today at launchpaddm.com. And Miss Lala can't tell everyone where they can find you and buy your makeup you can find me on the gram my handle is lala kent and you can get your give them lala beauty goods at www.givethemlala.co yeah okay thanks for doing this love, love you. you bye thanks for listening to shenanigans download new episodes every tuesday and subscribe on the podcast one app at podcastone.com or at apple podcasts and don't forget to rate and review the show on apple podcasts Looking fine and I got my girls with me uh, With the boys at the table getting tipsy Miss me, kiss me one more time Get over here boy, I'ma make you mine yeah.